This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 843, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, January the 13th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 843. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, the January the 13th. Um, so some of the releases that came out on the 13th that I will not be talking about in this episode include The Union, number two, Star Wars Darth Vader, Sword, number two, Marauders, which is a crazy cover, uh, King and Black, Planet of the Symbiotes, King and Black, Wenham vs. Carnage, Future State Teen Titans, uh, Future State Superman Wonder Woman, Future State Robin Eternal, Future State Kara Zarel Superwoman, Future State Justice League, Future State Green Lantern, Future State Dark Detective, Chris Claremont Anniversary Special, and Challenge of the Super Sons. Uh, so what am I talking about? Um, well, actually, I'm going to go in reverse alphabetical order today, I think. Uh, first up, we have Thunderbolts. This is King and Black, Thunderbolts number one. Um, so it's interesting to kind of bring back the Thunderbolts, but uh, in a very kind of limited capacity here um so this is written by matthew rosenberg artwork by juan ferrara uh ferrara and joe sabino on letters uh so juan ferrara is doing uh, everything on art so i guess it's pencils inks and colors um and this is you know a very it's an interesting art style it's very different from what you might be used to um but i actually kind of dug it it was kind of bizarre like you have a uh, at one point, one character is uh, eaten in half by, uh, or half of him is eaten, I should say, by a symbiote dragon, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but basically, this is Wilson Fisk of, um, you know, getting a bunch of villains together to be his own team um, to try and save the day and go in public and, you know, give them public pardons and try and save the day from um, the King of Black and do what they can. And he also has to help save someone who they think will help save the world, but which is Norman Osborn. And I'm curious what the hell that means um it's a, a weird cast it's like mr fear uh taskmaster Batroc, but without his like standard costume which also makes it kind of look weird um the rhino leaves uh, like it's it's a, a bizarre team um but it you know it kind of works even though it's bizarre and like mr fear is almost creepier without the mask um and I'm, I'm curious, like, if we'll see Rhino again, because he just kind of leaves, and they they can say, oh, revoir, hippopotamus. But uh, I like this. Batroc, I thought, was really cool. Batroc can be used really well. Taskmaster is always an interesting character as well, so I'm interested to see where we go there as well. And Star is a really new character, but I'm excited to see how she might be used as well. And she's definitely the heavy of this group. Um, so I really enjoyed this this first issue. Is it Thunderbolts? Well, that's the thing. It's not. It's Suicide Squad. Um you know, which along the line, that's what Thunderbolts kind of got turned into or, you know, kind of changed the perspective of it. I mean, Warren Ellis's version was definitely that. It was more of a Suicide Squad than the traditional Thunderbolts. Uh, this kind of is almost like married between the two because it's like saying, okay, you know, send you out with, you know, without your mask on and stuff because you're going to be heroes. And, I, you know, it, that part kind of does feel more classic Thunderbolty. Um, but also, do they want to be heroes? Well, maybe. Again, classic Thunderbolty, but also a little bit of that, you know, you're either working for me or you're dead. Um, so one guy says he doesn't want to do it, and they kill him. So um, a little bit more suicide, suicide Squad there as well. So it's interesting. Uh, then you have uh, issue number, what, 80, sorry, 88. Issue 42 of Immortal Hulk. Uh, this is A Game of Consequences by Al Ewing. 
Uh, Alex Linz does the art on the leader sequence. Adam Gorham does the art on the Gamma Flight sequence. Rachel Stott does art on the Jackie McGee sequence. And Joe Bennett and Ri Jose do the art on the UFO sequence. So there's a lot to unpack here. Um, in some ways, I would say this, you know, I, 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 feel like, I feel like I'm almost losing the plot on where we are here. Like we have uh, the leader doing some crazy stuff below. Uh, you have Henry Peter Gyrick kind of messing or dealing with Game of Flight and definitely threatening them. Uh, you have McGee, you know, basically, you know, finding out what's happening to her and her job. So it's, it feels like a transitional issue to see what's going to go next. Uh, you got McGowan and, and McGee together now. Um, you have this weird, again, uh, status quo with Leonard Sampson being in the Sasquatch body and kind of making threats towards... Um, Andrew Peter Gyrick, there's weird stuff going on with the leader, and not really sure what this even means. I guess we'll see the next issue. And then we're seeing the UFOs, and I'm excited to see where we go from there. So it's kind of a mixed bag, but generally speaking, I think it worked, and uh, that was it. And last but not least, we have the Amazing Spider-Man 57 in uh, post, sorry, uh, Last Remains Postmortem Part 2 by Nick Spencer and Mark Bagley. And, uh, Again, this is a lot more of kind of seeing more from Peter's perspective what happens right after uh, Kindred is captured and how he's dealing with the, the Order, what he thinks he needs to do. Uh, he confronts Osborne about what to do about Kindred. And, you know, there really isn't a resolution here. And, I mean, obviously Peter was put through so much by Harry, and so he's kind of freaking out about it there. And... You know, Harry's making it seem like he's locked in, he's locked up, and that's right where he wants to be. And I'm kind of tired of it. I'm kind of tired of, you know, Kindred just kind of being, I'm just where I want to be, and I'm messing around. And I'm like, I just, I don't know if I care. I am interested in finding out what what the big thing is with Carly Cooper here, because she finds something, some body, and, you know, then I guess Kindred gets to her, so we don't even know what happened or who she found. And that I'm really excited about, and seeing what that means. Um, the end of this issue, I mean, seeing Peter kind of sitting in the bed next to MJ, which, again, is only weird because, you know, it's not like they live together. Um, and him just being like, this isn't, you know, she's asking him, this isn't over, is it? And him just saying, no, it isn't. And part of me is like, you know, you can sense the weight of sadness on Peter and what that means for him. But at the same time as a reader, I'm like, fuck, can't it be over yet? Like, I'm not I'm not even sure I'm enjoying this, this so-called mystery. Like, just tell me why and how Harry Osborn or uh, Harry Osborn is kindred and why I should care. Like, I'm kind of done. I'm over it. Um, I'm not really I don't want to keep this going. Um, and I feel like that's where we're going, and I don't know why. Like, I feel like after all this time, we could have some sort of resolution. Like, the the, the classic mystery of Spider-Man has, you know, one of the classic mysteries that um, has been told in the story, in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man has been of the Hobgoblin. And that one was, you know, it felt active. It felt, this felt more passive, because, you know, we didn't even get to see Peter meet Kindred for over 50 issues. So I'm just, I'm just kind of done with everything about Kindred. I'm, I just want to move on to something different, someone new. And I guess we're going to do that but we're not really done with kindred so we're not really done with anything we don't have no real resolution of any kind he's he's captured now but that doesn't who cares i want to know what his motivations are i want to know why he's here and i just feel like we're not getting any closer to finding that out and as a reader i'm finding that tremendously frustrating and that is all i'm talking about <laughs> that's i probably should have started with that because it feels like such a downer um but uh, looking forward, so uh, in terms of books that come out on the uh, 20th of January, uh, which will be 
books we talk about in our next reviews episode. Uh, some of, I'm just looking at uh, previews world right now, which means I won't be able to say anything about DC. But you know, it's just a lot of future state stuff. Um, over at uh, IDW, they have uh, Star Trek Voyager Seven's Reckoning. They got TMNT Jenica number three, uh, the TMNT ongoing number one thirteen. Uh, over at Marvel, there's new issues of Avengers, Black Cat, Cable. There's the Conan Chronicles Epic Collection Song of Bellet. Uh, you got the second printing variant of Daredevil, if you missed out on issue 25. You got the Eternals trade paperback, Cosmic Origins. You got the eighth trade paperback of Mortal Hulk called Keeper of the Door. Uh, you got Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon. Uh, King and Black, number three. Maestro, War and Pax was the new Maestro book. Uh, issue number one. You got Star Wars Dr. Aphra, you got X-Force, and you have a new printing of the X-Men Days of Future Past uh, trade paperback, which you know, you'd think that uh, everyone would own that already, but I guess not. And that is our episode. Thanks so much for listening to this uh, episode of Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>